Four Midwest Guys presents Watchers of the MCU. and welcome back to Four Midwest Guys Presents Watchers of the MCU. I am your host, B. Willie, and with me down in the corner down there is Mr. Brian Ankenbauer. Hey, what's up, what's up? What's going on, B? How are you today, man? I'm doing good, man, doing good. Excellent, excellent. And with me again is my lovely daughter, Gabriella, in her uh, Winter Soldier gear and uh, all that. So, uh, Gabby the Winter Soldier, Hi. Everybody. Hello, Gabby the Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. <laughs> You kind of got it going on. You got the long hair. You got the mask. You know. Exactly. We just need to get you the metal arm. You're pretty close. Yeah. yeah get you the star. metal arm. Put a little red star in there. You know, it'd be good. I got my daughter's a Winter Soldier. I can is put that, her on ice. What, is, is that a Reds mask? Yeah. Uh, actually, it's a DHL one. Believe it or not. Oh. Yeah. I was gonna say. We, I would say we get her a silver arm with a Reds logo on it. <laughs> that would be pretty cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the, the red. The Reds. The Reds shoulder. The Reds. Red, the Reds soldier. Yes, the Red Summer Soldier. There you go. There you I like go. that. I like that one. <laughs> All right. So, but before we get started, obviously today we're going to review uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, Episode 2, The Star Spangled Man. But before we get started, I've got to warn you, and I did, the, I, I have uh, decreased the volume for those of you with the, I apologize for last week's uh, uh, volume being too high on this. But I fear I have to let everybody know that... Uh, this is a spoiler review, so here you go. Spoiler alert. Oh, yes, much spoiler more confusing my ears. I have redeemed my ears. Spoiler alert. Okay, so you have been officially spoil alerted from this point forward. All right. Yeah. So let's go. So episode two pretty much picks up right where we left off last week. Um, they, you know, last week it was like there's a new Captain America in town, and we get a little bit more about him uh, right off the bat. It's uh, meet John Walker, the Captain America two, the second. Um, so uh, you know, they kind of they kind of hint that he was the captain of the football team. Uh, we learned that he's had a. a the only man in history to get three medals of honor, uh, which is crazy. Uh, leader of counterterrorism missions. Uh, buddy, his body was studied at MIT by the government. He tests out the charts and physical, mental, intellectual, um, and and all that stuff. Like he's he's almost too good to be true. Like it's you know he's he's always he's one of those. If nothing else, it seems like he's at least one of those 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 gifted uh, people. Well, you know. Well, you know what I mean? Like he's well, yeah. Well, it comes it comes across as actually um, American, if you will. Okay. If you think about it, American is always we're gonna win. Yeah. You know we we put the dream team together for basketball because we wanted to win. Right. You know we, we we do all this stuff to beat the rest of the world because we want to win, and that's kind of like what they did with this guy is they picked the winner. Yes. You know what I mean? They yes. picked the winner. They picked the guy who was the, the captain of the football team, the three time. Yeah gold medal winner blah 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 you know, <laughs> the accolades right right exactly and and and, and that's what he said it's about he goes i know what captain america is about it's all about guts yeah which right is, right and which is which it isn't 
Right. We we all know because we we saw the other movies mm-hmm. that it's a heart. Yes. It was it, it was his heart. Yes. That that, that made him because he felt he felt that as a little guy for his whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, and then when he finally was the big Ben on campus. Yep. He helped everybody else before he helped himself. Well, yeah, because it was it wasn't about how can I win, how can I take on, how can I get these praises? Because um, even in, even this even this episode we took, we're learning about him. <clears throat> the new Captain America says, uh, "Just don't get in my way," because he wants all cameras on him. Yes, like he's he wants always... the he, he wants the fame. Mm-hmm. He wants that Hollywood. Yes. Even his first introduction was. He goes, what am I going to say? You know, I'm, I'm on Good Morning America. What am I going to say? And he goes, oh, Good Morning America. Like, it was, you know what I mean? It was like yes. the whole big thing. It was. Yeah. You know, where where Steve grew, you know, because Steve was the smaller guy, because Steve was the guy that was always picked on that, you know, but and he, he was the guy that always, but he was also the guy with the big morals and the big heart to begin with. Plus, he already, you had that empathy in, and that's what created, that's who Steve Rogers was. And even when. You go back and watch the original Captain America, the first Avenger movie. It'll this the guy who created the serum says it, it says it makes good better and it makes evil worse. So, <laughs> you know, which is you know we have Red Skull and him, but you know, so uh, that's why Captain America was such a hero. It was his heart. It was the essence of Captain America, and the serum made that. Even though he was made him physically bigger and stronger, it also increased that as well. Um, so all these things that that made Captain America are completely lacking because, like you said, Brian, he's this all-American number one football star. You know, he's he's the winner, he's the go-getter, and he just wants to win. He doesn't care how he wins necessarily, but he just wants to win, right? And um, for all those reasons, he he's close. On paper, he looks like a great Captain America if you just look at his accolades. But the personality-wise, he's he's not he's nowhere near Steve Rogers. He, well, he just comes he comes across very douchey. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about uh, so Bucky obviously um, watching this, and then you hear Captain America's last line in this interview. He goes, "Oh, I kind of felt." Even though I never met him, I always felt like he was my brother. And you, they zoom right in on Bucky, and it's like, ooh, you know, dagger right there, you know. And uh, Bucky kind of takes those issues, and he he takes issue with Sam because of it. Like, he because Sam gave up the the shield, he has all these issues with Sam. And it, it's very deep. It goes very deep, deep into it, as, as a matter of fact. Um, because he blames Sam for, because, you know, he said, Steve trusted you to be the next Captain America, but you gave right. it up, you know? So, so my, my question is, is did, did, uh, did, um, whatchamacallit? I lost my train of thought. Falcon. What's his real name? Falcon. Well, uh, yeah, just call Sam. him Falcon. That's why I would call him. <laughs> Sam? Sam. Sam. But yeah. Yeah. So did, did Sam, uh, talk to Bucky about giving up the shield first? Or was that when, when the news article know. was that? That's what I mean. Cause it didn't show that. I'm going to assume no, because it okay. so, seems so like was, they hadn't seen each other in a while. When so that was his up. first time finding out that he gave up the shield. Yeah, well, that's I think probably, that's, that could be why he was upset too. I think he saw the saw his his press conference and him giving up the shield in episode one. But oh, okay, okay, okay. But it's yeah, like so, a physical yeah. interaction between the two. No, not not until this episode. I think. I gotcha. That's how it went. 
Okay. Um, but yeah. I just I was thinking that would be another reason why it would be like oh. because if you think about it when we when it came back when when at the end of the la- end game mm-hmm. and he, we went to give they were both there so he he you know had a choice to make was he going to give it to Winter Soldier or give it to Falcon yeah and uh, he gave it to you know. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, I, I think it was it was just that he saw everything on TV, and it was, so this was the first physical interaction between the two, and you know, this is really deeply rooted uh, for uh, personally for for Bucky because Bucky is trying to be this better person, and the first person that believed that Bucky could be a better person was Steve, going all the way back to Civil War, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and it was Steve that fought for him and knew who he really was and knew that he could still be that person. And so he's he's he, it goes even deeper against Sam because he's like, then you're just proving that Steve was wrong about you. And if Steve was wrong about you, then he could be wrong about me. You know, right? Because he, Steve was basically right about everything. Precisely. Yeah. Exactly. Everything all the way through all the movies. If you look back, Steve was in the right almost on every time. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. He always took the the high road, even if it wasn't the easy road. It was always the right road, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and that's what Captain America. That's what Steve Rogers was. Um, so you know, it's 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 about betrayal. It's about questioning his own. It, it connects deeply within him and how the you know how he's trying to be a better person. And it's like you know you betrayed all of that. You know, and uh, they have to kind of work that out. And I think that's going to continue. Uh, on obviously, but that really comes to head to a head in this episode. I mean, you know, in their their therapy session, which by the way is pretty hilarious. <laughs> I don't know about you. Did you get that real uh, uh, lethal weapon feel, Brian, from the the therapy session? The whole glaze into each other's eyes and how they have to connect their <laughs> like, yeah yeah like, like closer. closer 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 closer. Hey, closer. you wanted this, yeah? And yeah. they and they both wanted to keep their legs open. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, well, I, I can't get closer if you're gonna leave your legs like that. <laughs> and he's like, fine. And he shifts them sideways and then pulls them closer. Yeah. He goes there. Now we're locked. And then they're locked. And then she's like, "What are you guys doing? Are you guys having a staring contest?" <laughs> she's yeah, like, "Jesus Christ!" It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I mean, it, it was. It definitely reminded me of the buddy cop thing from Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Um, but I think the lethal, I think the Lethal Weapon one was more of the, they did the one-on-one sessions. Yes. And the, but it it, it was the. Um, the counselor who was kind of put in the middle between the two. Yeah, like they, they were pitting. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like even even when they did the bathroom scene in *Lethal Weapon*. <laughs> yeah, I know you with the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I think it was it was very similar to that. Yeah. Um, but I think it was needed. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. To kind, of, to kind of pull those two characters even closer together. Sure. Yeah, because they're gonna have to, you know, this is definitely that buddy cop, and that's that relationship is they're gonna have to help each other. Through, through everything, especially Sam for, for Bucky, really. And I think really Bucky for Sam, even though Sam doesn't realize it, maybe, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I like where Sam says, and thanks for making it not weird. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> um, so let, let's talk about uh, what I... There seems to be a new narrative um, in the MCU that comes out in this episode. I think we heard it in episode one, and we really, or at least we saw it in the previews, and then we definitely heard it in this episode, and that was, um, it's one of the big, are they one of, is, you know, are the, the, the Flag Smashers one of the big three? Are they aliens, androids, or wizards? So apparently, probably just based on what they've fought so far, um, there's this, like, category. It's like, do 
you know, it's like a different threat level almost. Does it does it fail into our big three threat level, our Avenger level threat level? I don't know if that's how you feel about it, Brian. Is that what you you heard or felt from the the whole big three, the new aliens, androids, and wizards, and then the whole Gandalf thing was hilarious, nice comedy. But what do you yeah, think I mean, about? Like, so, so, like, so that's what they were joking about. Was the um, so far if the, if the Avengers get involved, it's always got to be one of the big three, right? right? They're not they're not they don't fight against. You know your, your your normal criminals. That they're they're up against the big three, aliens, androids, or wizards. And then you know and, Buc- and Buc- Bucky does, um, you know who, who you fighting this time? Gandalf. He's like, that's not even, he goes that's not even funny. And he goes, well what's 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 Cap? He goes uh, what's um, oh what's his name? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. He goes what's Doctor Strange? He goes, he's a wizard, without a hat. You guys came up with that. It was funny. A sorcerer without a hat. It's a wizard yeah. without a hat. It's a sorcerer. Ha. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. it's because that's 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 the only thing they've fought so far. Right. Um, I don't think the public was really aware of super soldiers per se. Hmm. Yeah, not for because, a long time. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't think the public was ever ever aware of super soldiers. The big four. I guess not. I guess they never really revealed that Captain America was a was who he was before he was well they they, they kind of do they do in his like his back his history and stuff when you, you go to the exhibits but but they don't but don't they don't really come out and say super soldier right yeah they don't use the term no and, and they, don't, they don't they don't say that there was more than one no uh, it, other than the only thing that were up to this episode as far as super soldiers were concerned there was only three as far as i was concerned there was oh no no there was more than that there was um Steve's yeah because it yeah. There was, well, there was Steve and Bucky and uh, Red Skull. Those yes. were the three, right? Yeah. But in Winter Soldier, when we go to that that nuclear power plant or whatever, yeah, they were inside that room. All yeah. those capsules were set up, and they were all Winter super soldiers. Sol- all Winter soldiers, yeah, yeah. So they yeah, were all that's true. So, so I wonder if that's going to play into and the, some some of those were some of those were busted open with no bodies. Yeah, that's true. So, like when I was, because I was watching this episode, trying to think back, how we would have missed Isaiah, who we introduced to later. Yes, yes, we'll, like, we'll talk like, about like him how, we, how we would have missed him mm-hmm. in all the all the shows. Right. And that's the only thing I can think of is that maybe he was one of the one of the Hydra was, Hydra captured super soldiers. Yeah. If, if, if that even happened, we're we're speculating yeah. at this point. I mean, yeah. that's the only thing I can think of is that he was one of those that got away but got captured and yeah. then tested on for years i don't know i don't know um it's hard to say um i i've kind of lost my train of thought here for a minute but um but yeah so so you got aliens androids and wizards and oh i know what i was gonna say is you know is um um that the this is the first time in a long time that they're kind of reintroducing us into a human element threat, not like a android alien or wizard threat, right? Like this is a, this is like going back to Hydra level threat kind of stuff. We haven't been there since, you know, Captain America two was the last time we were, we were in the Hydra realm. Um, Brian, I think we lost your audio there, bud. I don't hear you. Might be having some technical problems. Hear me now? Now I can hear you. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, go ahead. So you were going to say... What I was saying was, I, we haven't been in Hydra since, since uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. And then, you know... The I, mean, they're, they're the, I mean, they're the ones that really took the took the, the whole Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing to the next level because it was much easier for them to do 
human versus human on TV. Yes. Then some extraordinary, you know, graphic yep. CGI threat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Gabby? What do you think about this whole um, super soldier thing? I and... just have a question. Yeah. So now that the super soldiers are like a thing, mm -hmm. are they going to change it from the big three to the big four? They might add it. I think it's just a way of, I think it's their way of storytelling is saying that we're going back to a human level threat here. That, you know, we've been, we've been up here and Endgame is way, way up here, but now, and then we were in WandaVision, which is wizards and sorcery. And now we're, but we're, we're back in reality, right? This is. This right. Is well, a, the other thing is, Brian, I think it's the other reason is that is why aren't, why aren't we seeing the other Avengers mm. tackle this problem? Gotcha. And I think that, you know what I mean? Because it's not one of the big three. Gotcha. It doesn't, it doesn't raise to the Avenger level threat. This right. Is it's like it's, a sub level. It's, it's, correct. It's not, it's not an earth, earth ending event, which would be right. aliens, androids or wizards, whatever. Right. <laughs> Sorry. This is just a, um, you know, like a military type, you know, government versus, you know, a, a terrorist threat kind of thing. And the only reason why, um, Bucky and Sam are on top of it is because they got pulled in on contracts. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because Sam's trying to make money to save his boat and stuff. Right. And and Bucky's on his contract with, you know, staying on parole or whatever with He's, the government. Yeah, it's part of his... I'm pretty sure it's part of his parole thing. I, They seem to have all kinds of clearance everywhere they go, and they should as the as Avenger-level people, I would think. But yeah. Um, right, and that's... Because if if this because if it was if it was an Avenger level event, mm -hmm. then why why aren't we seeing Spider Man and Hulk and everybody else come yeah to take care of this you know because they're not needed right now you know what I mean or even um, the Hawkeye and or uh, you know, what's his name um, Samuel L Jackson um, Eye Patch guy <laughs> Nick Fury. Nick Fury, yeah. thank you. Yeah, Fury would yes. would would be there to try to assemble the next next Avengers team, right? Because but we're not there yet. So, right, exactly. So yeah. we're not. That, that's. I think that's why they, they talk about. They don't. I don't think per se they're going to bring flag smashers in as the number four. Yeah. But I think they're they're right there at that terrorist level threat. Right. So it, it's, then, a, it's then, a U.S. Attention problem. From, Right, yeah. because if you look at it, every comic book character has their identifying villain, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So I think that is their villain for, you know, these two guys. Right, that's their... As, as, as opposed to having a, a master villain, which we might end up having. We will, probably. <laughs> because we might end up having Zemo be the mastermind behind everything. I'm hoping, honestly. <laughs> we'll see. And pull, and pull us into a into a different series you know what i mean yeah exactly and then you know open up a new front that's going to run parallel to the doctor strange uh you know scarlet witch you know line that's going on at the same time and eventually you know they end up yeah. merging but we're turning and twisting like 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 it always does uh which is why i'm really excited for the whole disney plus part of the mcu because they can really you know dive deep expand go off here go there and then tie it back in or, or whatever they want to do which is great which is what, what we're starting to really feel and see. Um, so, but let's get back to the terrorist group. So let's talk about the Flag Smashers. Um, so again, they want the one world government. Um, and I think, Brian, I think you had a really good, we talked about this a little bit. I thought your explanation of their version of what kind of government they wanted. Why don't you go ahead with that real quick? Just give your thoughts on 
who they are and what they want. What do you think they want? Oh, well, they said that they wanted a a government that was um, that didn't focus on all the people that left, right? They they, mm-hmm. they feel that they're being excluded from everything. Everybody's being praised for coming back. Hmm. When everybody had left and things started to get to normal, all those people that were trying to bring it back to normal and and you know bring peace to everything, yeah. um, those guys are getting left behind. And I even talked about, and it's all the people that just flashed back. Oh, we're glad you're back. We're so glad to have you. Let's do this again. Let's do this again. It's like, and then they're they're upset because the world changed. Yep, and they thought it was for the better. Right, yeah. Yeah. and that's 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 the reason why. So far, that's mm-hmm. the reason we're we're given as to why they want to, why they're fighting back. Yeah, because all the attention is now on the blipped people that have returned and getting them back into society and everything, and they feel like they've been left behind. In you know, they want the world. They now want to unite the world under the banner that they had created in the five-year gap. So, which it's kind of a cool storyline because you can kind of almost see something like if something were like this to happen, you could see people, you know, human society kind of evolving like this, um, which is kind of a, a neat idea or just a neat. I mean, way to is, think I mean about it, it. it is a neat idea, and it's, it's like, which one's really the bad? You know, which one's really the bad? Yeah, sure. It's a, it would definitely be a huge debate, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, one group it's it's like it always is in human history. You got one group here, another group here, and you know, and they're uh, they're battling it out for supremacy, essentially. Um, then uh, the one thing I did notice the uh, the redhead uh, the. Uh, I'm pretty the, sure her name was Kelly. Uh, that was it. Was her character's name Kelly? I never did catch it. I'm pretty sure it's um, Kelly. Well, Kelly, something M. Start with an M. Yeah, it was like Thackerman. I, I don't know something. Anyway, um, she played Emphis Ness, by the way, and that's that's actress Erin Kellyman. For those who wonder where she came from, she's in the Star Wars Solo movie. That, so if you've seen her before, that's the one that takes off the mask and's got the red hair. That's that's the same character, same actress, I should say. Um, but it also looked like they were moving some kind of vaccine, uh, guys. Do you think it was? Um, do you think it was? Yeah, well, you guys. Juice. Yeah, do you think it's super soldier juice, or do you think it's really vaccine and medicine for for refugees or something? You're triggering, triggering YouTube so bad right now. What's that? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. What do you think, Brian? Oh, I think it's a super soldier. You think it's a serum for the super? Oh soldier? yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a vaccine. Okay. I think it's I, well. So here's what I think it is. I think it's a it's a super soldier serum. Mm-hmm. That they're trying to give to everybody who didn't take, didn't go to the blip, the blip. Yep. To make them better than everybody that you know went away. That's my thought. So to turn everybody super that got left behind, essentially, or so to make them was, superior. Yes. Somehow? Yes, kind of like kind of like increase their you know increase their intelligence, increase their strength and stamina, just make them the better overall species, if you will. Uh, leaving so. behind everybody who left the blip right because they'll be weaker yeah they, they won't be able to so you're saying they want they want to create like um i know this is a dc term that they want to create like their own metahuman kind of kind of kind of you know it's kind of like um i would take it as far as saying like the nazis where he tried to you know Oh, like a super, super race. Okay. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But this would be a super class. So this would be Correct. a different class. Okay. 
I, that's an interesting idea. You know, you could almost see them. Uh, you could almost spin that, Brian, into the mutants if you wanted to, like uh, into the X Men. Into X Men off of that. That would be interesting. Yeah, that, that that that's kind of it's kind of far reaching. I don't think that's how they're going to do it, but that, I could see it. And this could be like the starting point for it, right? And, yeah. And and her name in the show is Carly Mar Margenthal. Okay, Carly Margenthal. I was close. Okay, all right. <laughs> I was close. So, yeah, so so Carly Margenthal is the, um, and they even mention her um, in one of the one of the rooms, and they said that she's the leader. Hmm. So she's the head, yeah. So this Carly Margen, was it Margenthal? Mar mm -hmm. So she's the leader of, I guess, uh, uh, the Flag Smashers. And the other thing about the Flag Smashers is they all turned out to be uh, jacked up. They all turned out to be super soldiers themselves. So they all had this, the same ability. Bucky recognizes it and points it out to Sam. And, um, you know, this this kind of goes back to our, our conversation before about super soldiers, about the return of the super soldier and how we found out that there was another super soldier in the 50s, it turns out, that... Um, African-American uh, super soldier named Isaiah who fought the Winter Soldier slash Hydra in the 50s in Korea. Um, so I guess they thawed out the Winter Soldier in the 50s because, you know, we know he's he wasn't always cognitive the whole time, but they, I guess they were using him in the 50s in Korea during the Cold War, and he I guess America had another super soldier and they dropped him behind enemy lines, this Isaiah and they had a fight. Um, and funny enough is um, uh, Isaiah won. Well, Isaiah sounds like he kicked his butt, tore off half half his half his arm. But the other thing is, is that Isaiah was never mentioned to uh, Captain America. Bucky kept it from everybody because he he knew he didn't want him he didn't want to be disturbed. I guess, but still, it'd be funny that that Bucky never would mention that to to uh, to Cap. Um, what do you think, Brian? Don't you find that a little little strange that he wouldn't at least mentioned it that there was another one out there? No. You don't think so, Gary? No. No. Um. So yeah, so I'm reading about it on uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. Isaiah Bradley. Okay. Is the Black Captain America? Oh really? Okay. So the African American Captain America. Okay. No, no, no. the Black Captain America. Okay, cool. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's what his name is. All right, I believe it. Yeah, Co codename Project Rebirth during World War Two. Okay, so they were trying to replicate what happened with Steve, and I guess they were mm -hmm. successful. Yep. Interesting. So he really is. So okay. So there you go. Trained, it's, it's trained, a comic trained, book un trained unarmed combatant, peak physical attributes, slowed, slowed aging. Extraordinary immunity to disease, and carries a concave metal shield. So I guess we'll see more of him later, maybe later in yeah. this later in the show. So is that, are we going to have like a um, all the different versions of Captain America? So we're going to have Sam, we're going to have Bucky, who was Captain America in the comics, and now we're going to have maybe Isaiah Bradley show up as well. And then, I guess so, along with U.S. Agent or the guy who becomes U.S. agent, I guess. The fake Captain America, whatever we want to call him. 
Walk, Walker. That'd be interesting. That would be yeah. kind of, that'd be very cool, actually. So this says that um, his first appearance in the comics, um, for those of you out there wanting to know, was in 2003 limited series called Truth, Red, White, and Black, hmm. the World War II super soldier program of 1942, operated by Reinstein. And then he, they used African-American test subjects to recreate the super soldier serum. That had previously been used on Steve Rogers. Hmm. Cool. So yeah, that's cool. So they're bringing somebody back from the comics and using it. I thought he might have been, but I wasn't sure. So. so you can see that. Okay. Well, that would be cool if he shows up, you know, in his gear or whatever. Mm -hmm. I doubt it. And then you'd it's have really because yeah, because then you would have you'd have the fake Captain America or john walker the, yeah, version yeah and you'd have the african-american version you'd have sam and then you would have bucky they would all be in the same fight scene maybe at the end or something That'd i don't cool. yep. he seemed really pissed off when uh, they come and then you're gonna him, and then so. eventually you're gonna have um oh what's her name um captain america's daughter oh um carter yeah cap yeah carter and peggy, and carter. Right. peggy yeah him and peggy carter's kid supposedly Mm -hmm. That's a rumor. I I'd, I'd read that rumor, but I I don't know if that's going to happen or not. That would be cool. The you never told me about this. Yeah, we could talk about it after the show if you want a little bit. But or Brian, okay. if you want to fill her in, I don't know the whole whole story. But it's just, well, no. The rumor is so when 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 um when Captain America decided to stay in the past in Endgame and and have a life with Peggy Carter, they had kids. And so that's eventually who the nurse is in Winter Soldier that takes care of Captain America. It's his daughter. Yeah. It's his well, daughter or granddaughter or one or the other. Right. But it, but she's related. She's related to Peggy Carter. Yeah. So they're saying that it's it's Captain America's lineage. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And then and she and she shows up in this series. Yeah. Uh, does she really? I didn't hear yep. that. Okay, there you go. Okay. So hopefully we'll get to see her. That'd be awesome. All right. Um, I think the other thing we, we should probably bring up, you know, as far as, as comic books is there is a mention of uh, the White Wolf. Um, so it's just a little back and forth between Sam. I think Sam calls him White Panther. He's like, oh, you spent a little time in Wakanda. You're all stealthy. You're like the White Panther now. He's like, no, actually, it's the White Wolf. Yeah. Um, so yeah, another reference to who he his character eventually becomes in the comics. Well, whether that happens in the MCU or not, I don't know. What do you think, Brian? You think it's they're doing it intentionally, or think it's just a little Easter egg, haha moment? Well, no, because he did call him the White Wolf yeah. um, when he was in Wakanda. Right. It was it was that after it was that after um, mid credit scene when she gives him his arm back. Yes. Well, that yeah. Well, it actually happens in Endgame, but yeah. Or, it was, but yeah. it was an end scene, wasn't it? it? Well, it was. It was an end scene as well. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. But um, so yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, it'd be cool if he goes in his full garb, like comic garb. But I don't think that's going to happen. But it'd be interesting. Well, no, because if he I, starts I, referring I, to himself as the White Wolf. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think I think the White Wolf is more of a um, um, mindset than it is a character. Oh, okay. So it's a philosophy. Okay. So you, you think know what I mean? It's a philosophy instead of a. Yeah. Because you remember, he keeps asking, he keeps asking his um, his psychologist, "What were the rules again?" Oh, okay. You know, one, rule two, rule three. So those are going to be the White Wolf rules eventually. Right. Okay. I think so. That'd be interesting. 
Um, so let's talk about uh, Captain America, and we bring up the GRC or the Global Repatriation Council. Um, so, in the wake of the blip and the return of everybody from the blip again, they have created a council, uh, maybe like through the UN or something. It's called the Global Repatriation Council. That's they're there to put their healthcare back in place, social security, basically get people back in place or in homes that are misplaced because of the blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the interesting part of this is, is it sounds like John Walker, Captain America, and his sidekick, Battlestar, <laughs> and, are, and their and their dog Galactica, and their dog Galactica. Um, are actually kind of like the peacekeeper or if you will the military faction of the GRC so they kind of work they are working directly with or for he's, he works for the US government but it sounds like he answers to the GRC is that what you got out of that Brian? Yeah well it, <coughs> sorry about my voice no, you're fine. the um, the GRC to me sounds like a um, a cover story for a bigger like 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 Hydra or, or Shield, shield. Yeah. you know what I mean? It sounds yeah. like the GRC is more of a cover story. Here's what we're doing: our good peace stuff. But when they're not actually doing peace stuff, yeah. Yes, that's yeah. what it's that's what it seems like to me. Like they're there to protect the new world order, so to speak. If there if there is one, right? You know, correct the GRC. So, um, kind of interesting, kind of shady, kind of yeah. <laughs> not something Steve Rogers would do, in my opinion. Correct. Um, yeah. So another another example. Um, and then of course, you know, we, I think it's worth mentioning that John Walker isn't completely a bad guy. He tries to get along with the Avengers. It's just. Like you said, Brian, he wants them to work for him, and he doesn't want to work with them necessarily. He wants them to work for him. He wants to be the head of it. He wants to credit. Yes, he wants to be Captain America in all shapes and forms without... He wants all the respect. He wants all of that all up front without earning yep. any of it. He wants to be the winner. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want to be the winner. Here I come. Um, and then... Uh, so, uh, of course, and then we get to the end of this episode and Bucky kind of comes to the realization with, cause he, of this conversation he had with, with, with shitty Captain America and Battlestar Galactica, um, <laughs> that, uh, that they need to talk to, uh, General, uh, Zemo. Um, mm -hmm. so Zemo, for those of you who don't know, and I'm very excited about this because I thought, he may be next to Thanos. He he's he may be the best villain I thought in the MCU, just from a psychological standpoint, so far that I've seen in the MCU that's produced. Because this is the guy who took the entire Avenger staff and literally pitted them against each other. He's the one that got Iron Man and Cap, the original Captain America, Steve Rogers, to fight in Civil War. He had that kind of manipulation power. Um, you know, he was just out of pure revenge for his family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's why he did this. So to me to have this kind of, I love the psychological bad guy just as much as I love the big powerful Thanos kind of bad guy. So to see this, to see him brought back, um, or they're going to bring him back. He's got all kinds of, uh, a lot of exciting opportunities to see this villain brought, put back in place or put back in power, something happens, whatever. Um, what do you think about Zemo, Brian? Well, yeah, I mean, he definitely has the, um, the psychological, he's like, I was, we were talking about it off before we started the podcast. 
Um, he is, for for all intents and purposes, for this for this current storyline we're in, he's like the Lex Luthor. Yes. He's he's the actual human. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that purpose, for those of us that connect that way, it makes him feel real. Yes. You know, whereas mm-hmm. we're watching, say we're watching Endgame, and we're watching Thanos and his creatures, and we're like, it's fake, it's not real. Mm-hmm. You know, but as if we watch like FBI Most Wanted or mm-hmm. or Blacklist, yes, or any Blacklist of those, this would be right? a good example. So, man. so, so if we're watching those, we know those people can be real because they're real people. Yes. Right. So, so Zemo is a real person, and he all, all he's using is his mind to, to to create all this chaos. And so for for us, it makes him feel more more real. Mm. Definitely right? more real. Yes. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like so, like GI Joe with Cobra Commander. Yeah. Real person. <laughs> Somebody felt like a real evil person. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Whereas, 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 He Man <laughs> had you know Skeletor. Had Skeletor. He's and not real. You know, yeah. but he's not real. Right. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. He brings that realism factor. But again, just to have that the mastermind psychological, um, he's a. How do I put this? He's a Thrawn. Uh, if you're if you're a Star Wars fan and you've read any of the original Star Wars books, he oh, has yeah the tactical guy. He's methodical in his thinking. Um, did I show did I show the, the did I show this pop on there already? I don't think you have not on the show. What do you got? Yeah, so we got the uh, oh there he is with his mask. Okay, with his mask. So he'll be he'll be having this purple mask. This is actually from the the Winter Soldier line. Oh, I mean, the, spoiler the, alert. The, he might get his Falcon, mask back. Yeah. So it has purple mask that he has in the comics. Cool. Very cool. Um, and if it tells you anything, um, usually the, the, the lines of these pops yeah. have the most important characters. Mm. So he and may be the bad guy it, going on. So it's just Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Baron Zemo. Those are the only three? Really? Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, that, that, that might be a big reveal then. Yeah, big... so I mean... So I mean, those are the only three that they have. They don't have any of the other um, flag mashers or right. or even Isaiah or anything. Mm. <coughs> so I mean, Baron Zemo could be the the villain that connects into to all of it. Yeah, into Doctor Strange two or you know Loki or, or he could be the like you said the real guy, the real bad yeah. guy portion of it. Like we might yep. have all this other shit, mystical stuff going on, but he's the He's, right. he's the Hydra, the reintroduction mm-hmm. of Hydra or something. Yeah, yep. makes sense. You know? That would be cool. That would be very cool. If you make him like the new leader of Hydra, I, I would probably lose my mind. I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's, that's a great move. Because <laughs> I thought he was so underused in Civil War. I, I was just like, really? I was like, come on, give me some more of this guy, you know? And, you know, they never did. They just left him. So to see him then actually utilizing him. And hopefully we'll get that uh, that that tactical, methodical, psychological bad guy that I've been been waiting for. You know, right? Yeah, big baddie. Um, all right. Well, that concludes our review of the show. Uh, Wait, really? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. that's it. Um, but uh, before we go, I thought uh, we'd uh, show you where we can find more for Midwest guys. And I'll pull this up right here. Uh, the best place to go is our website. This is this little uh, graphic here shows you our website. That's 4MidwestGuys.com. That's, again, the number 4MidwestGuys.com. Uh, if you look up at the top here, you'll see that uh, there are uh, all the links to different shows are up there. Or, as you can see, last week's episode is there. And we re- 
release these in uh, chronological order. So if you just want to go chronologically order on how we release our episodes, they're there in that order. Or again, you can go up top and click them. Uh, there's a nice little message there for me welcoming you to the site. There's also links to follow, like, and subscribe on our Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Stitcher, uh, Podbean, iTunes, which I need to change, and Blueberry as well. Which um, Anyway, uh, but to show you some of those other sites, what they might look like if also is this is our YouTube site. So this is kind of the same thing. There's playlists if you just like playlists, but again, all of our, our shows are there. That's our main site. And again, that is facebook.com slash four Midwest guys. Why is that playing? Four Midwest guys presents. Uh, I'm going to switch back to the main screen. I'm not sure why that was playing. That was interesting. I must have hit a link <laughs> or something while we were on social media uh, to play one of our, our uh, shows, uh, one of our shows, which would have been uh, The Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> Neat. <laughs> anyway, there's okay. plenty of ways there. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. It's twitter.com slash the number four Midwest guys or at four Midwest guys. Uh, there's plenty of other places. Uh, we're all over the place. Just go to fourmidwestguys.com. That's your best place to follow, like, subscribe across the, the place. And leave us reviews. Leave us comments. Um, I know uh, there's a voicemail line. If I can get back to the social media without... Okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I'll have to fix that later. Um, but there is a voicemail line. I'll get back to that another time. So, but please follow like and subscribe reach out to us send us an email at four midwestguys at gmail.com uh let us know how we're doing what you like what you don't like if there's something special you want us to talk about uh if there's a specific uh show that you want us to review obviously let us know we are desperate for feedback so uh, please reach out to us and let us know how we're doing and how yeah, we, and, we and specifically it's about this show you know which character is your favorite mm. um you know what storyline you're looking looking to see you know we what looking to see progress you know stuff that we talk about here we like to hear your opinions too because mm -hmm. um, it's not just all about us it's about all the the watchers of the mcu yeah that's a good point brian remind me uh for next week maybe we'll put out a question and uh maybe we can get up by uh uh, a poll or something, a poll question or something uh, to get people involved in, in the episodes and stuff into the conversation because well, yeah, I, I tell you what yeah. I'll tell you what, awesome. Gabby yeah we'll have you put the question together for next week there you okay. go, there's her assignment, you got homework <laughs> not like I have enough, but okay <laughs> <laughs> alright, well Brian, thanks for joining us sir, appreciate it thanks for having me, Gabriella Always a pleasure having you on. Oh, thank you. And I've been your host, B. Willie, saying we will catch you next time. Goodbye, sirs or ma'ams. <laughs> <laughs>